Alex Navarro, he's of Giant Bomb, he said, very shrewd move by Sony to cancel their PAX East plans over coronavirus. Now every company that doesn't cancel is in the uncomfortable position of appearing <laughs> pro-coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually great. I loved it. I had to. I had to read it because it's really. It's That's really so good. funny, dude. It's great. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Emergent Gamer Podcast. 340? 340. 240. 240. Why giving us 100 extra episodes? He just advanced my life, like, <laughs> more than a year. I heard the panic in your voice. Oh. <laughs> 240. 240. I'm one of your hosts, Neo Ayoshi, sitting next to... Trip Zero. And... Felix Hergood. And we're here with another episode, and we're going to start this episode off with a bang. We are. Can I... Yes. Throw a joke in here, actually. Give me lay the joke on me. So uh, this is a joke that a teacher in high school uh, told us one day. He was very excited about this joke. He uh, he is Irish himself, uh, and so he asked us one day. We rolled into class, and he goes, "How many beans are in Irish bean soup? How many beans? How, how many beans are in Irish bean soup? Uh, two thirty nine. Because if there were one more, it'd be two farty." <laughs> and that's the episode number today. <laughs> Too farty. I waited all week. Too farty. All right, so now to rip like, this joke out here. Like in the past with Felix's Oscar segments, you have to come up with a new number joke every week. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. For the I'm rest of eternity. Fair enough. Literally not. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. Let me start with a special question. I put, oh, a, I put a tweet out there. You did. I was going to say, the preface, world. preface what you're doing before we dive right into this. Oh, so yeah. People I, know. I put a tweet out there yesterday just going like, hey, let me, let's me let get some people like interacting with the show and stuff. So for, hopefully from now on, I, we can do this. And I want to do it right. But here we go. Um, Are you going to put that up on, behind us? I am. I'm going to put oh. it behind. Well, no, maybe not, actually. I'm no? just going to read it. Yeah. You're going to yeah, read it. Yeah. I'm okay. Read it. Um, this is just so you can see it. As well, Felix. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking. Yeah. I'm looking. Um, let's ask. We're going to start us off with a non-gaming question. Nimbus asks. It's Nimbus on Twitter. Does a straw have one hole or two? <laughs> now that's one question. He's got a second question, but let's debate. So, uh, full disclosure: me and Nimbus have had a conversation about this question and the next question uh, in depth when okay. we've been gaming in the morning. So he knows my answers. I'll toss them in here, but I'll go last. We, I want you guys to to have your own debates here without being influenced by my opinion. Cause I think I'm right. I'm going to say, okay, so this is tricky because it's just a cylinder that is just hollow. That's all straw is right. It's a hollow cylinder, right? So it's gotta be just one long hole, right? Or is it two holes at each end? That's, I get, that's, I guess is the, that's the tricky part, right? It depends on if you believe in, um, wormhole science theory is wormhole one uh, is a wormhole one hole hole yeah one. <laughs> wormhole one hole one yeah it's just one hole yeah connecting two points okay so what do you what is, do you think? is a straw a wormhole what do you think Trip? i think there are two holes to a two straw. holes look if you you drop a straw it gets dirty you can use the other hole right but no you can't it's still going to touch whatever you're gonna yeah a literal straw off. 
has two holes. Top bottom. Yeah. A literal straw. I I think I think mm. uh sorry, I know <laughs> based on my own fact that is correct. Based on what I it's know. It's a straw, it's got two openings, two holes. Cause you suck something up into one hole and it comes out the other hole. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know? That sounds right. You can't if you have one hole to the straw, it can't do its job. It can't pull and then have the material exit the vehicle of movement. And yeah, what, like did, it, what did Nimbus say? What was what did he weigh in on? Uh, one hole, two hole. I don't remember his exact. If you didn't have a hole on answer on, where he landed on, on that. If you didn't have a hole on each side, you would have a cup. Huh. Like I for, get, oh, I, I guess you're I right. See I guess you're saying. right. A cup so, for ass. So if, <laughs> if the straw had the other hole blocked off, it would be a. It's it would similar, be a it's small actually cup. similar. To this, to this point right here, so yes. Nimbus does land on the on the two holes in the straw. All right, and his next question is: If you have two lasagna and stack them on top of each other, do you have one lasagna or do you have two? Well, I didn't see that. Hold on. <laughs> oh, okay. Just highlight the bottom of that tweet for him. I see it. There you go. Yeah. If you have two lasagna and stack them on top of each other, do you have one lasagna, or do you still have two lasagna? I like how he didn't. The plural of lasagna is lasagna. Lasagna. Nice. Nice. A lasagna. I don't know, man. I think it becomes one lasagna. <laughs> just one large lasagna. Because that's all it is. It's just like noodle and sauce, right? It's just noodle and right, sauce. It's just layers. So it's, so yeah. it's, it's it is, it is more lasagna. Into we one are, lasagna. We are all lasagna. in tune with this answer. When yeah, you get one giant I love lasagna. Yeah. I love it. That's what it is. Yeah. I can't eat lasagna. What? 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 It's, it's like t- the best food in the it's world. It's fucking tomato based. They got to take all the tomato out of there. And can you, can you not have tomatoes? Nope. That sucks. I'm so sorry to hear that, man. That makes me really sad. Yeah, That's okay. I had a lot of liquor all throughout my youth, and it probably led to that. So the liquor was good. <laughs> good trade off. It's not That's a good trade off. That's dude. a leap. <laughs> it's not a good trade off. God, all, right. all the tomato sauce. Now oh, getting onto the onto the gamer okay. side of emerging okay. gamer. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, this question is. For Kev, from uh, Kevin Oates, mm-hmm. one Kevin Oates. He wrote, is the 3DS dead? Why haven't I gotten any street passes in the last three years? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Kevin Oates. Thank we you, Kevin love, Oates. we love. So you did the uh, research on this. Here. So let's, let's hear, let's see what the data shows. Yeah. I don't really so, know. uh, I'm looking up one last thing right now. I mean, I, I was out recently mm-hmm. and I was in a store and we were bu- trying to buy a gift for the holiday mm-hmm. for my sister's boyfriend. And he has evidently in a lot of different places, they're still selling, um, three DSs. No, two DS. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, it's the yeah, same, it's the like, same thing generation of console, but the two okay. DS is the, uh, the newest iteration that yeah. was cheaper, smaller, uh, yeah, let people so that, just play the games uh, uh, that were released. There was no three D. There was no three D. Yeah, right. Yeah. I couldn't find anything three DS related. I was finding two DS shit all over yeah. the place. Uh, I do have some fun facts. Now, Kevin Oates is a uh, admitted huge fan of the three DS. Still uses it to this day. Uh, so much so that he got me to like get mine out and charge it. Uh, I have like the launch blue. 3ds i had the same exact one the thumbstick has fallen off because of smash like it just it is but it's still together and it has all my games on it because i was a 3ds ambassador Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. if you bought this when it came out uh it didn't sell that well because it was kind of expensive i think it was like 200 it was 250 i think it was like 300 dude or 350 it was like really really expensive yeah because i bought one or or somebody bought i got it as a gift yeah 
Um, and I was ambassador as well mm-hmm. um, because they lowered the price for everybody. Um, yeah, it was two fifty. Oh, I'm sorry, it was two fifty. Yeah, and, and then they, they lowered it to one seventy, which is huge. So anyone who bought at the original uh, two hundred and fifty dollar price was labeled a three DS ambassador and got twenty games. Yeah, they got games that never were released on the console. Yep, like a bunch of Zelda like, games, at, yeah. like full on game ports for uh, Game Boy Advance, uh, Zelda games, and these games were never released on any uh, digital store. Yeah, so. What I ended up doing was I sold my three my ambassador three DS uh-huh. to get a switch. That's what I did. But you can transfer your But your, I transferred your my ambassador ship mm-hmm. to my brother's three DS. Yeah. So now it lives on, on my brother's three well, DS. I'm worried about this thing dying. Yeah. Just because that's what technology does. You'd have, so to, I you'd have, have to just get like a used one. I have or something. A, I have a, a used the new Nintendo three DS when they put that out. Oh with the nubbin. The little nubbin. So nubbin. Yeah. I can do a console transfer. Yeah, the, that. That's the nubbin one. Yeah. Um but I'm yeah, going to hit you guys with some stats with this question. So Kevin said uh, he's not getting any Street Pass tags. And if you don't know about Street Pass, it's the ability for when your console is in sleep mode. If it gets near another uh, 3DS user, you guys essentially visit each other mm-hmm. with your Miis. And there are some games you can play together as well as this really cool feature where you can build puzzles. Yeah, they're like, awesome. You can look at everyone else's puzzle collection and essentially take a piece from them mm. to build your own yeah, puzzles. Yeah, you would like essentially choose each other's pieces. So yeah. your puzzle collection is reflective of how many people you've met in your life that have I would yeses. take that thing everywhere, like conventions. It also yeah. marked the countries and, and counties in those countries you were from. Mm-hmm. It's really, really cool. Is it fair to... I wish Switch has it. Is it, fair, is it fair to compare the 3DS hardware to the Nintendo Switch and say, which one's better? No. No. That's not fair. Not fair. Because one was just a dedicated handheld, and it, the 3DS had a, a library. That was a, yeah. a solid library of games, yeah. Um, um, dude, even the first year of the Switch coming out, they, they released Metroid 2 on it. Like a remake of it. Like First year of the 3DS yeah. came out. The first year the Switch came out. They, the, the last Nintendo game that they put out was Metroid 2. They, put, they released a remake of it. I think it was, yeah, the Nintendo Switch has a Metroid 2? 3DS has it. Uh, I'm so Did I say that? You said Switch first. I don't yeah, know yeah. what he said. The year the Switch came out, <laughs> they released Metroid 2 on the 3DS. Oh, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Sorry. the sentence. Sorry. Yeah. I understand. So, yeah, I'm going to hit you guys with some interesting stats here. Do it. As of 2018, there were still 6.4 million 3DS units sold. The last game for the 3DS was Persona Q2, New Cinema Labyrinth, which was its own Persona game for the 3DS. Uh, that was June 5th, 2019. Not even a year ago. They're not getting any more games. That, that's, this is the last game. Wow. June 5th, 2019. Persona Q2. Wow. But that is a lot more recent than I thought it would have been. Yeah. I'm, I could have seen them still release games. We're like third parties uh, release games, but damn. So they're, they're kind of done leasing games. Yeah. And uh, Street Pass itself has been declining, uh, not only because of users, uh, but mainly because they shut down... Uh, a lot of street pass relays in March of 2018, every street pass relay in Japan was shut down. And, uh, there have been reports of people as far as November, 2018, uh, their street pass points in America getting shut down as well. This was like, you'd go to GameStop and mm-hmm. get a street pass tag yeah, yeah, just by walking in there and existing. Those are all non-existent. So you have, those are all gone away. You have declining 3DS user base because obviously the Switch is out, um, and you mix all that stuff together. Unfortunately, it's going to be really, really, really hard to find fuck is a Kevin street pass gonna, tag. What is Kevin Oates going to do? He's going to have to uh, coordinate with me, and uh, we have at least one other friend we know that uses a 3DS. We're just going to have to keep 
swapping and tagging together the three of us and until the hardware dies all right well that was a good uh, good little fun exercise intro mm-hmm. um who wants to who wants to go first uh, should i go first yeah go ahead because i don't have much to talk about go ahead yeah, cool um sorry playing apex legends again mm-hmm. um they have a uh, they the next season season two started. is that what they yeah. call it season two yeah, yeah. And, I, and I ended up having enough currency to buy that new character the revenant guy mm-hmm. he's this like crazy uh, I'm gonna pull him up here um, he's this like crazy murderous robot dude and he's really rude but uh, revenant I'm just gonna bring up a picture of him um, and he's okay I couldn't really under c- comprehend his abilities but anyway Apex Legends is still really fun I'm they're str- they just, like, I just remembered how streamlined this is you know what i mean like it was like a a really streamlined battle royale experience um i ended up playing with esverus oh nice esverus esverus isn't Locke like still a huge fan of this uh he is is, nimbus is nimbus i know is actively playing this game in our um yeah i love to i love to play with him as well um it was a lot of fun had a fun time yeah um other than oh i was uh i've seen this guy i was watching um twitch clips and i don't know if you guys know big cheese kit or not but yeah. uh he was playing apex and there's a clip of him sitting uh he's just sitting at the menu and that guy's walking around in the background and he's like taking a break he's just taking a sip of water and apparently this guy uh the revenant mm-hmm. uh, while he's on the menu screen he like he's like walking back and forth and looking at you very like yeah. very evil then he like phase shifts and like sprints yeah. at the screen he, yeah, he'll like walk toward the screen yeah he goes toward the screen like, full sprint like yeah. running and uh big cheese kit I don't think I wasn't ready for this and like flew back in his chair like, oh, hell no, like scared that he was running <laughs> towards the camera. It his, was really funny. His introduction was really cool, too. Uh, it was like an interview with this, the new cha- champion, and it wasn't him, right? It was some other guy. Oh, um, okay. I wonder if I can find it, but, and it was like, it was like the dude was being interviewed in like a newsroom uh-huh. and then that guy got straight up murdered. Oh, by, by, by this guy. And then that's how they introduced him i so, thought it was uh, pretty clever yeah i know we're, we're right now we're watching a video that kind of goes over some of his skills can you kind of describe what you play or how you play him um, messing around well he's bit? got a cool passive where he'll crouch run faster than everybody else so mm-hmm. he's got a cool cool mode like that um those are just finishers those are those are things like you'll unlock yeah yeah like buy, you buy finishers or whatever but uh he drops what's called a death totem and okay so apparently you drop it then your teammates you all have to touch it and then once you all touch it, you can you can safely go out and try and attack a team. And then if you die, it ends up, it'll pull you back to the totem to safety. Got so it's like it, a, it's like it, an emergency oh, that's cool. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it looks like he also fires some kind of like projectile. So like this, uh, it's a tactic. Okay, it's a tactical silence. So it'll keep at all enemies, uh, all your enemies from uh, you know from hearing you from here from using their skills. Oh, silence their silences their skills. It it wow. uh, disables so it's, it's, enemies' abilities for ten seconds. Damn! So it's a suppression yeah. skill. That's awesome. Actually, yeah, that's huge. Cool. That can be probably used really, really, really effectively if you know how to play that character and you're in at the right moment. Um. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, I've been having some fun hopping back into that world. It nice. also making me want to do the Tarkov. So <laughs> I'm increasingly getting closer to getting this game, uh, Escape from Tarkov. But yeah. I, I thought we determined that Tarkov isn't a BR. No, it's, it's not. But but there's still like it's a survival. You get similar itches, you know. Yeah. Like you want to there's crossover. Play a a it's, good shooty clicky game. It's where a slow paced, really realistic, tactical survival game, PvP style. Is that is that a good? 
Okay. Way to break it down. Um, it reminds me of like Daisy. Daisy. It reminds me entirely of Daisy. Um, because you have to do things like you'll get a magazine for your or a clip for your your guns, and you have to put the bullets in the clip. You got to do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, all of that, all that stuff. Uh, and like you have to like bandage yourself. Like you have to do a it's crazy. And then you have to any gear you grab or and take, you'll keep with you. You put it in your locker, and then you can you choose what gear you want to take out into the field, and then you make your way through all these places and salvage things. Like you just gotta. It's cool. Um, a really intense game, though. It's like super How hyper does it, real. <clears throat> does it deter like the classic trolls from Daisy? Um, explain. Well, in Daisy, uh, I have two friends. Uh, you guys know Ramen, and then the other friend, Wu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those guys just spend hours just like waiting at spawn points where people would spawn in, and then just murdered people as they came into the game. I honestly don't know because I haven't played it yet. I And again, I'm not very well versed besides what I've watched in this game. Uh, but I think that behavior uh, isn't possible. Isn't that possible in Tarkov? Because not only – and here's what par- partially what makes it uh, uh, scary to be in this world. Not only are you, are you on the lookout for player characters, but you also have computer-controlled characters. Oh, I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so called, it's, I don't know if players are called scavs, but I know the computer ones for sure called scavs and scavengers. Like, okay. and they will they will attack you if they see you, just like a human would. Um, and no one is like marked. I think oh, you, so just, you don't I think know you just, who the scavs are. If you get killed by one, you know what killed you, scav or player. But like, I think based on uh, movement or behavior, you can figure it out. Um, I'm, I could be wrong, so feel free. You know, I apologize out there listening. People mm-hmm. uh, can correct me on Twitter. Yell at me, Trip Zero TV. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I mean, watching Lupa play this, uh, I'm very, very excited to be able to spend some some time in here, getting scared and yeah, trying to survive and having a real sweaty matchups. It's definitely on the docket for sure. Yeah, hopefully, maybe if I play it this week or next week, if Lock comes by, we can yeah, yeah. chat about it. But, but uh, to to answer your question, you wouldn't be able to just post up and exist there because you're, you know, the the characters in the game would be finding you too, right? Yep. So everyone is kind of like Even. on edge, you know, <clears throat> and trying to get in, get out, and and well, that that makes uh, way more sense than what I heard, how I heard Daisy described. I was like, but, well, that doesn't sound like fun at all. If like if there's no balance with the world itself, right? Like people, I think were gravitating toward Daisy because they thought it was like an effective, like you know, post-apocalyptic, like zombie apocalypse type world. Yeah, but it's not if there's no pushback from the world. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, the problem with Daisy was was uh, there was a lot of issues. No, with there's it. a lot yeah. of problems with it. I'm not like even but trying to. The enjoyment back to was that. because it was how open it was. You created your own gameplay. Essentially, you created your own fun that you wanted to do like how you do in fallout right oh yeah yeah because like that game is all just it's all just going through the you know the the exercise of looting and running into players and do you talk to them or do they or you make them like there are moments where people were like hold your hands up all right give me your pants cool here's a can of tuna give me and see you later and like you'll just run away and leave them with nothing it's like you can do like all kinds of crazy shit would happen in that um there's a crazy web series called um Daisy with like Morgan Freeman that I used to watch, freaking hilarious. This guy role played as Morgan Freeman and Daisy, and it was it was the best. Um, but anyway, I'm gonna segue to a question from our listeners. Oh, 
Uh, Andy SR2 asks, with the new division expansion going back to New York, what about the location are you most excited about seeing changed over time? And in what ways do you hope Ubisoft Massive improved upon the endgame to something worthwhile to participate in? Um, well, I'm excited to go back to New York, personally, um, for sure. I really liked the the um, the weather in the first division. You liked the vibe of the snow. The quiet the, nature yeah. to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it was a really like it seemed like a really dour experience to be in a city that was once populated. Do do we know if this version of New York is gonna take place in the winter? It will be no. in the summer. Yeah. It's good it's it's like directly after the events of Division Two of okay, Yeah, I think you're in like uh late spring, late spring, something like that yeah. when Division Two starts. So um, they might get some fall colors. They've, they've yeah, and they, that, yeah, they even well, said Upper East Side the, in the fall. It's, it's the spring. Oh, it'll be the spring. Spring, yeah. So you just, just right around there. Yeah. So, but yeah. it is kind of unsettling because the the would, virus hit during Christmas, mm-hmm. so everything stopped. Civilization just kind of stopped. So there are still Christmas decorations up all over the place, and in in DC in the spring, there's still Christmas shit. You know, like no one's yeah. spending time cleaning it up. So it's wait, like, I'm getting confused. So this takes place directly after Division Two, which takes place in Washington during the summer, right? Or it takes place after Division One. The, in the winter. <laughs> We're continuing okay. the story. So Story's Division 1 was in the winter in New York. Yes. Division 2 happens a few months later in D.C. in, in the, the spring. Summer. Oh, it was in the spring? Mm-hmm. Got it. Cool. And then you keep no summer. We're in the spring. Uh, that was in the spring. We've only ever been in the spring. I fucking thought it was the summer. No. <laughs> no. Jesus Christ. Let's keep going. No. Oh, yeah, let's move on. Um, <laughs> and then this new thing is... Back to New York, a different location in New York... Probably like a week after the main story or something. Like it's like yeah, the next. It's, it's a continuation. Step. Yeah, but we're not we're not taking huge um, leaps. So it's a bit of flat. Here. It's a flashback. But what no. they're n- no. We're, why? Why are <laughs> why you going back to I, that? Why am I fucking not understanding Dude, this? It's just it's like the next day, Division Two. Like whatever happens, it's the next day of Division Two. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Got it. So and then so in the spring, but it's in, whatever but is the, happening. But the conflict requires you to go back to New York. It's the return to New York. I got it. I yeah. got it. Right. I, now I understand. <laughs> so, but what they're doing with that environment, I know <laughs> what they're doing with that environment is they're they're making it hurricane ravaged, right? Mm. So like so like things are going to be more like degraded and destroyed. Um, it looks uh, to be. Like that, um, but another thing I'm that looking, doesn't make any sense. But okay, what that a hurricane just oh, happened it was to ravaged ra- while you were in the, while you were in DC. Yeah, yeah. DC, the it. world still happens even though you aren't there, you dude. Know? What, what is the you're <laughs> like grasping at straws here? No, because it's geographic, together. and I'm trying to. I'm seeing the whole geography in my head. Hurricane yeah. Sandy Part Two and hit that's New what York. I'm yeah, to yeah. remember when when Sandy hit and that like. The but whole yes, but this like, time there was no one to defend New York's. New York and clean up New York. No, so it's all just fucked up. Yeah. Trashed. Um, but the, also uh, Andy asks about the end game and the end game needs a lot of work because they tried to do something different when it came to, Oh shoot. They tried to do something different when it came to um, uh, how they did end game this time where they added the raid, which was cool, but we know what happened with that, but they also added those strongholds and the world tier upgrades. Then mm-hmm. that, that was like a way to keep you playing, but that wasn't like a fun loop to go through. It, it yeah. I stopped at World Tier 2 because of that grind. I was like, I don't feel like doing the same shit over and over and over and over again. So I feel like they need to do something like Destiny does. And I know I do say this often, but I would love them to adapt some of the event-style things that Destiny uses. By like, oh, here's a cool gun you can chase. Oh, these secret agents have popped up in the world, and if you don't chase them, then you you can get their mask. Like They they have stuff like that, but like they need... They need carrots for you to chase. Yeah. They need good carrots. I think uh, 
the division two. And I don't know if this is not on the docket for the expansion, obviously, because their entire game is based on the system. I just don't see the benefit of the world tier system. Just have yeah, and like, it's, it's, I see that what they're doing. It's like a Diablo. Diablo does that, yeah, with their like torment mode and then their hell mode. Like you remember how like Diablo? Did you play Diablo three? No, but I've, I, well, that's a lie. I played it day one on the PC original oh, release. And, I, I, my apologies, and, then I, and I never played it again. My apologies. <laughs> that was a bad. That was a bad day. Um, but yeah, they what they ended up doing was they added in a world increased difficult of difficulty. Yeah, right. So like then you would you would go for and then you would get better loot because of that. Sure. Um, that's kind of what they tried to do here, which I don't blame them for doing. And they kind of did it in Division One also. But I would, I want them to see better build diversity. I want to see the loot get fixed so it's fun to 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 chase the loot. Like you know, sure. that's that's yeah, all yeah. I can ask for. I just like going back to the world tiers. I think you can accomplish the same thing with uh, pushing difficulty and chasing gear and loot and all that stuff mm-hmm. by just having a level system that goes from zero to whatever. Uh, even include a gear score if you want at a certain point past your levels. But like. Don't have people, don't force them to replay all the top tier content in your game five times. Isn't that what Destiny kind of does, though? Not directly. I mean, in any kind of loot game, you're going to be replaying content no matter what. Just it's part of the process, right? But in a game like Destiny, uh, even in a game like, I mean, like Anthem, (laughs) kind of, you you play content in like a playlist. Mm -hmm. You know? You have set ways to get loot that gives you. A leg up there's like different tiers of loot not different tiers of the world that you're in got it yeah because so because destiny's world never shifts in difficulty so like once per week you know if you get a hundred thousand points in the nightfall for example to use destiny you get a powerful reward mm-hmm. sorry you get a pinnacle drop that's a whole other discussion but anyway there's one really powerful reward source you know mm-hmm. by playing that content but you're not locked out of playing that content until you play all of the strikes five times you know what I mean? Got it. Got it. They did kind of have a story element that ushered in the change to the tier. They play. did, but it's it was like it's weak what, to me. What the, were those things called? They were like it was a new faction. The Black Tusk rolled in. Yes, the yeah. Black Tusk. Andy SR2 writes in and says, "Trip with the issues people in Destiny community the community are currently having for the game." What do you think is the best approach that would be for Bungie to take in this upcoming season, especially with the return of Trials? Oof, man, this is. Such a loaded question that could probably be its own. It's a good segue into its own podcast. Bringing out, show. Talking about destiny and to the things that I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think next season is going to be what the players is going to be. What makes the players happy? I don't. I do, think, do you know what's coming up? Uh, I think we're it? going to be upset with next season. And I think if we get any changes that are positive overall, it's going to be in the summer season. Um, they have, there's been leaks. And then with the most recent event that's going on in destiny now, it's almost pretty much confirmed that trials of, uh, either Osiris or the nine something is going to be coming back to in destiny. some form. Yeah. Okay. So in destiny one trials of Osiris was the three versus three, uh, player versus player activity. That was essentially like the top tier end game of destiny PVP. It was a weekly ritual. It was only on during the weekends, and you could get uh, exclusive loot. Uh, there was literally a whole planet you couldn't get to unless you went flawless in your trials run. You had to win nine games without losing a single one. Yeah, I didn't. To get to, I've never been to Mercury either. No, Locke has, for sure. Oh, that's Mer- crazy. No, I've been to Mercury. The Lighthouse? Is that what we're talking in about? In Destiny 1, yeah. Oh, no, I have done that. Yeah. I did that. You're nuts, bro. No, but it was before they like rebalanced it. 
like they 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 did a change, and the minute they changed it, it was so noticeable. Yeah, that like players that weren't good couldn't get there. Like I was letting down. I was fine, and I was helping, and I was a I was able to be carried essentially sure. by yeah, Locke. Yeah. And then the minute they did Less this, Locke. they did a rebalance. And then I, the way they match made us like I was in there with players that were just like murdering. Sure. And I, then I, it was over. Like my skill level just wasn't high enough, and Locke didn't even fucking want to play. Like what ended up happening was we tried real hard to go to the lighthouse multiple times, and mm-hmm. we couldn't get it. And uh, Locke, <laughs> then I talked to Locke like a week later, and he goes. Oh yeah, I went to the lighthouse like three times. Yeah, him and Crow or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like later in the week. I was uh-huh. like, oh, so it was me that sucked. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much what it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Trials was so good for Destiny. Uh, it was great for the Destiny directory, like on Twitch. Like it blew the game up. Like so many people's careers were built on competitive carries or people watching them play. Like all of like Doctor Lupo started with Trials. Uh, real crafty. You had Lucky and Buttwipe. All these, all these personalities uh, that even at this point are branched out to other games started with Trials and how good it was for the community. Uh, Destiny brought this back with Destiny Two, but they were focused on on all of PvP being four v four, and it just didn't work. It didn't hit. It didn't feel good. So they took it off. They literally got rid of it. Just yeah, they're no, like, we're putting this in the closet for right now. No, they call it Trials of the Nine, and it just wasn't the same thing. Yeah. So for a while, people keep saying, let's get Trials back. This is going to make Destiny feel good, especially for PvP players, which feel like they haven't gotten anything in Destiny 2 in a long time. And they haven't. There's been multiple raids. There's been a focus on uh, moving the story ahead with PvE content in Destiny's new seasonal model. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot. There's been rebalances to make uh, PvP feel good, but the changes in PvP have been incremental. There's only uh, only a season or two ago we finally got the ability to play um, uh, Elimination, which is the closest thing to Trials. It's 3v3. Okay. And up until a season or two ago, we, we just for the first time got the option to play uh, competitive Crucible uh, as a freelance player. Like by yourself. By one, like just not playing. Solo queuing. Yeah. Okay. Solo queuing, essentially. So. Uh, the risk was always that, like, if I just want to, like, rank up in competitive, you know, and get to a certain level in my PvP skill, because some guns are locked behind a certain skill rank, right? You might potentially go up against a group of three. And that means they're on comms, they're going to be coordinated, and you're just yourself. Who knows what clowns are going to get matchmade onto your team? And oh just boy. an immediate loss where you lose points. So that's a bad experience. That is not a great experience. And they just recently put in a playlist where you can go in there as a solo player, and everybody is a solo player. It's three solos versus three solos. It sounds like it's kind of like what Overwatch did, I think. Yeah, and like yeah. It, they're they're the changes are good, just from a, a bottom line perspective. But cohesively, it's not making the Destiny PvP experience better. Um, and like I said in the beginning, I don't think that what they're doing is going to make PV. It's going to make destiny feel good for PVP just by bringing trials back because there's a lot of other problems with balances, with those sandbox, with, uh, different, you know, character classes. There's, there's a lot that needs to be fixed and maybe they have, but you're still playing. I saw you playing today. Mm -hmm. Now, do you want to talk about the progress of your bet? Uh, well, let me, let me round out this question. First yeah, go because, ahead. I thought it was, I thought it was yeah. a good time to segue off. Well, what I haven't said is what I think they need to do to make it better. Well, I've said some things. They have to actually focus on the character interplay and, and really balancing the sound box for 
what they want trials to be. So, like I said, we don't know. We'll see next season. Maybe they have uh, made adjustments that are going to make it work for their version of trials, but we don't know if we're getting exactly what we get in D1. We don't know if we're getting a Trials of Osiris uh, halfway point between that and Trials of the Nine. There's just a bunch of a bunch of questions. Trials of the Nine was the Destiny Two, the, the Destiny Two version, version the four v four. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a bunch of question marks. But I think players are also feeling burnt out from the seasonal model that uh, has you do a shit ton of content and then takes that content away every season. So you either do it all, or you uh, miss, or it. you miss out. And you never, get which it. I think burns out players that are that are worried about both aspects. You know, like yeah. I've for both reasons, I don't want to. They play. feel like they feel like they're compelled to play it. The minute that yeah. I miss something, uh, I'm like, man, fuck it, I'm not going to play anything else. I'm like, what's the point? You know, like when I missed the title for last season, I was like, I don't really care about grinding to finish anything else. What's the point? It's going to go away. Yeah. So it doesn't really attract people the way they want. And if it does, right? If the mental hook actually gets you, then you resent your time being in there. So I don't think their seasonal model is working the way they wanted to. Do you think they're going to revisit it? Do you, I, do, I absolutely is the community do. Is this a vocal They've been, part of the community yes, saying yes, this? Yes, okay. yes, yes. A lot of people are feeling uh, the same way. Uh, very slight variations. Just, there have been just all kinds of Twitter threads talking about people's burnouts and feelings and stuff like that. I still don't think we're going to get a fix next season. It's too soon. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, this feedback, they, they probably have it locked. Whatever yeah, they're like doing. We've, yeah. we've been feeling this way over the past couple of weeks uh, as in getting really vocal about it. And it's too soon to a launch to really put huge adjustments in there. But I feel like they're able to iterate with enough time for the summer. So I'm hoping like that's the time that everyone hops in and feels whatever positive changes they're making to kind of balance out their version, their vision versus what the players want. Long, long, long ramble about Destiny's state uh, done, but I'm going to end with the fact that uh, if you guys have been How's following, <laughs> there's a bet that I have right now. Uh, I bet against, I bet $20 against Andy in our Discord and $10 against Jay in our Discord that I would not hit power level 970 base on my character before the end of the season. Uh, I played Iron Banner today and I finished the four Iron Banner bounties that give you pinnacle weapons and pinnacle weapons and armor are the only thing that gets you to 970. They're the only things that can drop above 960. Okay. And during Iron Banner, you get four more of those drops per week. Well, 75% of my drops today, four, three out of the four were pieces of 970 gear and slots. I needed 970 gear. Hell yeah. So I am now only one slot out of eight remaining. Which one is it? What, what do you need? They are my character's arms, my gauntlets. Do you think you now can do it? Now, it's not ideal because there's no way to guarantee getting yourself a pair of arms specifically. There right. are some routes to getting 970 guns any week. So if like my last thing was a gun, I know exactly where I would go to get my like last gun filled in, right? Um, how are you going to get arms? Yeah, you need arms. There's a lot of sources that reward arms. I could play the raid. Uh, the dungeon every week gives you arms. The nightfall has arms in its loot pool. So I'm not worried the the chances of me not winning this are very, very, very small, but it's still RNG based. And I still could get boned out of <laughs> this drop. Like I could go three weeks of all pinnacles and not get arms. It's very rare, but it is possible if we're looking at just numbers. So stay tuned. We're not out of the woods yet, but I'm almost there. <laughs> I can't wait to see how this unfolds. Um, you want to talk about no man's sky? Oh, yeah, dude. I literally forgot all about that, dude. So <laughs> today. Today, yeah. Literally today. I saw you doing it. I uh, saw you playing. A sneak update came out for No Man's Sky called the Living Ships Update. That uh, looks really cool. Now, Sean Murray has been, had been tweeting uh, over the past couple of days, like, 
eggs and egg style emojis. Yeah, like you put an egg. News. Uh, he put out like a little uh, a little chick hatching. He put like a fried egg, and I was like, "What the hell are you talking about, man?" Um, well, then uh, what that ended up meaning was the ability to literally hatch and grow your own living starship. Um, now you can find these things in the wild, I believe as well, but there is a quest line that you can do to essentially make and grow your own. You start this by going to the Nexus, which is the multiplayer hub that you can summon at will yeah, in the yeah, game. You summon a hub. Yeah. Far enough. Um, and you buy it with Quicksilver. Now, funny enough, uh, I've never played a multiplayer mission before today. I've always just skipped past it. I'm like, I don't feel like grinding for Quicksilver. They're cool. I just want to like, they're like group missions. I want to build and I want to explore. Um, they're very cool and they're pretty easy. Yeah. Um, but you are unfortunately limited to the amount of Quicksilver you can earn per day. So I could not earn enough to get the ship. I literally had like no so trip, silver. I, to I start. want to get back in this with you. Mm-hmm. Um, the only one of the main problems I'm seeing is I, I have tight schedule. Sure, you're you're playing during the day a lot. I'm, I'm mainly a, a daytime streamer. Yeah, but you gotta we gotta we gotta set up a weekend. To and do I want to yeah. I want to use the VR headset. I want to yep. play it in VR and do it. Well, I want to yeah. see my my burgeoning city planet in VR. In VR. Oh my god, let's fucking. Go, so uh, another another uh, aspect to my No Man's Sky adventures is Neo hopped in one day and set a base down <laughs> gotta do, yeah, on I a gotta planet that I want. I want all of our friends and everyone that plays it's No like, Man's Sky in the Emerging Gamer Discord to come to this planet. I yeah, want them to be yeah. able to hang out and run around the base, just have this big, huge, like city metropolis metropolis made because it's vi- it's a beautiful planet and everything is built on these mesas that rise up out of the ground like mountains but they're flat on top and i've been connecting these with roads like roadways yeah but i can't build a road to Near your me. mesa because it won't let me build over or in your base because i'm not you obviously i thought when i logged in last i just opened it up but apparently not. I got to boot it up. And yeah, get I have a couple ideas why it might work. We might have to like go in there together. Uh, you might have to like trash the base and put down a new one together. We'll we'll figure out a solution. Yeah. But what I did uh, is I looked around for another mesa to like build a road in a different direction to, which wasn't part of my plan originally. I just was going to have like this triangle network between the three that were close. Mm-hmm. But I built out uh, over two thousand units to the next closest mesa. This gigantic roadway between two bases that overlap their build patterns and it actually worked and it connected. And now I'm building a city over there. So there is going to be a bigger network than I ever imagined. I'm building a town square with like a central focal park and everything. It's going to be dope, dude. Cities connected by like little walkways. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to log back. We're just going to have a hangout and we can run around this in VR. It's going to be, it's going to be nuts. Um, You got to get on this. We should, but if I do get back on, how am I going to play that with you? We'll figure it out. Is it cross cross play? No, he's got a game PC, bro. You do. You have look. There's. I can literally look, see inside of that computer. It's glass. That means it's a gaming computer. It's just exactly what that means. It also <laughs> lights up. Also, Felix. Now that I plugged your your com, your computer into your TV, you don't have to play in that. Well, actually, that's a nice monitor. But you can. You play just literally. It. He picked up like an ROG, like an ASUS ROG gaming monitor. Yeah, that was that was my new. <laughs> just purchase. straight up, straight up gamer <laughs> I'm sure monitor. Dude, I, I went to. I was going to do a night stream, and I hadn't done a night stream in a long time. And I was going to do it because I got off my job at like six. And then I went to turn on my monitor and it just kept flickering off and on, off and on. You texted me as soon as I hit the live button, which sucks because I was in the middle of commentating on EG Smash League, which is back. (laughs) You you were fine. You were fine. Um, But then I, so my response was, okay. Uh, Well, first I turned to Mrs. Felix and I said, how old is this monitor? She gave it to me and she goes, 10 years old. And I go, 10 years fucking old? I got a 10-year-old monitor? She was like, 
Yeah. So I just said, okay. So we started pricing them. You gave me some good tips on like, I hope so. What I should get, you know, I, I got a 1080, I got, um, uh, four, uh, 144 Hertz and, you know, free sync. That's cool. Cause That's then I, I, I suggested that only because if you ever do decide to play PC games, that's a that's some kind of monitor you want to get. You yeah. want to get it. So you got to. This is a fourteen forty p. Is it, oh no, ten eighty. Ten eighty. Okay, no, that's fine. That's still good. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna. I don't care about resolution. Yeah, like I'm sure. Do, so. um, but the refresh rate is going to make a huge difference to you because yeah. I don't know if you've experienced high refresh rate gaming. I haven't. Yeah, it's. I mean, when you play on a console, you don't have high. Refresh you rate. don't. You're usually locked at. 60 hertz oh god no 30 30 30. but they well i think frame rates go up the The one can hit 60 the one xbox fucking the best xbox series x no no but the Uh, one that's released now the one x the xbox one x god damn it microsoft (laughs) and the ps4 pro you can hit 60 right i don't i'm not familiar with the one x but with the ps4 you can you can prioritize i think the tomb raider remake on ps4 hit 60 i'm pretty sure it did i don't think the console outputs that i could be wrong I, I just don't believe, as far as I know, that it does. We're gonna we're Let's gonna look out. this up. We're Internet. gonna look this up. Um, PS4. I'm just right. PS4 uh, frame rate. Uh, I'm just, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna type that. All in all, how much does it give? It's undefined. Okay, the PS4 can give up to 60 frames max, but the frames average is 30. COD is in 60. All COD games are in 60 frames. No matter if you have a PS4 or a Pro? Correct. Wow. Yeah, and that was actually on even on the 360. I mean, you I guys are it. talking about frame rate, but that's not Hertz. Right. But so what the refresh rate does is it matches the frame rate to your monitor. Got it. And it does it in a, such a smooth way where you don't notice the, the, the frame transitions like okay. at all. And then you got FreeSync. And what that does is, is it matches the refresh rate to your graphics card. And it instead of... The gra- this is getting real technical. The graphics card pushes its, its visuals out to the monitor, right, at, in your face, and the monitors can't keep up. So what the FreeSync does is it goes, no, we're linking, and I'm making sure that we're communicating at the same time now. And that way, there's no tearing, there's nothing, there's nothing interrupting that signal. It is a straight cut to your eyes, to your eyeballs. I can't imagine playing anything PvP not on my monitor, which is uncapped. I right now, as you know, I've been playing Monster Hunter, but yeah. I also got it on PC. Game's a crazy big difference on PC. It is night and day a different game, mm. um, just because of how beautifully smooth it is. It's like a it's like running butter through a hot knife. Yeah. We have uh, Omi and Locke have the same monitor, and I have mine at the one sixty five hertz setting. Oh, oh that's, that's, yeah, that's and that's nice. nice that's used, dude. It's real beautiful. Ooh. Are you ready for that next question? There, got another question. This is for Felix, and we're oh, going to transition to what you want to talk for me. Oh yeah, I'm going to read it to you. Felix for Fallout seventy six is from Andy SR two again. Mm-hmm. Felix for Fallout seventy six Wastelanders expe- expansion. What are you looking forward to, and what about the game do you want Bethesda to improve upon? So, what would you like to see them improve upon, and what are you looking forward to? I mean, okay, so there is uh, obviously I'm not blind to bugs and glitches. I'm tolerant of them. You know, it doesn't remove me from the fault 76 game world and make me want to put the game down. If there's bugs, yeah. glitches because fallout has always been a game that generally 
on the surface is a piece of shit. <laughs> like, and I'm, I'm saying going all the way back. Yeah, you to, said you said it, man. I mean, I'm talking Fallout Three, yeah. Fallout Seventy Six. Yeah, yeah. sure. Like somebody said in my stream the other day, it's a vibe. For somebody sure. said in the stream the other day. By the way, that's sacrilegious that you just said that about those other games. I'm like, but three. I'm like, but here's the thing: three was amazing at the time because yeah. Bethesda was the was the, probably the only ones that were making that crazy kind of kind well, of same experience. with Skyrim, the Bethesda bugs. You sure, just, you just dealt with it, but yeah. the Bethesda bugs, right? Yeah. Um, and a lot of people. Uh, I think unfairly, uh, you know, made claims that those Bethesda bugs didn't still have their unique appeal, you know, sure. in the newer game. Um, because Bug a lot of videos on YouTube. Well, the idea of a Fallout game in an online environment completely changed the player base, the demographic. Like a, a ton of other people that never played a Fallout game really decided to, hey, maybe I'll try this Fallout thing, right? Sure. Because it's an online thing. It has potential co-op opportunities and uh, competitive multiplayer opportunities and things mm-hmm. like that. So it brought a whole new base of people back. So my point is, is I'm, I'm aware that there are whole like public events and quest lines that are just fucking broke. Still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and as much as I say on a regular basis, this is the best fallout game I've ever played because it's the only fallout game post its launch that is getting updated on a regular basis. Well, sure. Cause despite me saying that on a regular basis, there are quest lines where <laughs> shit, shit, like I was playing, literally playing one today. Um, it's, it's this quest line where you defend this robot. And every time I've tried to do this, it's a public event. Yeah. Okay. It's designed for multiple people, but every time I play it, I can usually do it on my own. But most of the time I play it, Halfway through it, the robot starts shooting me. <laughs> he's not supposed to shoot me. He's supposed to fix things while I defend him. But he turns his he gun. He just gets confused. He's he tur- a little confused. He turns his gun on he's me. He's had a long robot day, dude. He turns his gun on me. Uh, and, and by the way, this is also annoying because this quest, you have to wait 15 minutes. It's a countdown. Yeah. Right? So if you play it all the way to the end and the result is wait, the robot. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Can I, do you have to get to this thing and then wait 15 minutes? Yeah. Oh, that's a long time, dude. You that's go, a long go time to the event and wait. It's a long for, live event. Oh, it's, a, it's a live public event where you defend this robot, and there's endless hordes of, of ghouls that attack yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. But every time I've recently I've done it, he turns his gun on me, and the minute I anger him, and he starts shooting me, and I guess it's because I shot him by mistake or whatever. You probably yeah hit him with a. He bullet. shoots yeah. me the whole time. It's weird. He, he doesn't take damage on me. Like, I don't lose damage from him. Mm-hmm. But if that happens, the end of the quest, you wait the 15 minutes out, the, the quest fails. That's awful. It's so bad. Because, not to go back to Destiny, but the way Destiny spreads out and, and it's, it's public events and lets them, you're in, and then it's done. Yeah. Um, and they all vary in type, too. Now, I, form, I would say, the, the, it, you know, this is just a fucking broad estimate or whatever. Um, I would say about 25% of the things that I attempt to do in Fallout 76 result in failure, like, uh, like so a time waste. Would you say you want you would hope that Bethesda notices and would change these these aspects of the game? Well, I I know for a fact that the question was what am I most anticipating? I'm anticipating the new content in some cases to go right over top of some of the old shit, sure, and just replace it. You sure. know, like, like they take away events that are completely broken or, you know, rewrite them through the storylines, rewrite them and make them so that they work again or, or whatever in some instances. So I'd, li- I'd like that. I'm also constantly looking forward now to I'm kind of like rap fallout first, like exclusives, like the fact that I have the fallout first membership. I'm always going to the store now. 
because I do get the allotment of atoms yeah. per month. So I'm always going to the store. Ooh, to f- my monthly deposit of atoms. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. Right, right. Fall but, first. But they're also amping up the the amount of like exclusive things that you can get, like the new skins for the tent. That's my new obsession. Nice. So every time they come out with a new skin for the tent, I got to get You're it. You're finding a lot of, uh, a lot of good hooks. Yeah, mm-hmm. they keep it. They keep yeah, you so in it. Really cool. what, what are you excited about uh, Wastelanders? Doing? Specific Wastelanders content that's coming out. Um, so they're going to have something called an ally. An ally is a a craftable, and you're going to be able to actually see this. This is crazy. They're doing a huge presentation at um, PAX. PAX, I think. It's in, Depend- two, it's in like a week. Well, yeah. Sony just pulled out for yeah, because well, of the coronavirus. We're going we're to talk so about that. We'll see if PAX even ends up becoming an event. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, well, I'm going to talk about what that means. Because yes. if all that shit starts happening, they, they might not be here. But it's supposedly, as it stands right now, Bethesda's going to have a huge presentation where you're going to get to play the Wastelanders at PAX East. Like, uh, get, get your hands on it type Damn, shit. Damn, I wish we went this year, huh? No, because of the coronavirus. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm about to. Uh, I'm about to hop on a plane uh, tomorrow, and I'm going to be wearing a mask. I Are promise. You oh yeah, thousand percent, dude. In an, yeah. in Philadelphia International Airport. Get the fuck out of here. I'm going to cover my mouth and nose. Yes, thousand percent. Um, but they're so this new feature that they're they're adding is called an ally. Now it's not the same as a follower in all the traditional Fallout sense. You know, in, mm-hmm. in Skyrim and Fallout, you'd have a follower who followed you around the wasteland, and they did. Our friends are doing that. We yeah, don't yeah. need uh, a follower. Followers don't exist. But what an ally is is you craft an item, and, and you're going to meet a bunch of different allies throughout the the world. And what you do is you craft an item in your base. Like for instance, the, the example they named one guy's like a lush. Mm-hmm. He's a, okay. And you craft a bar. Literally, it's an item that you craft in your camp. And then he shows up in your camp and starts drinking at your bar. <laughs> and then at that, cool. that point, every time you return, he's going to have commentary and things he's going to say when you return back to the camp. He's also going to defend your camp. So that's kind of cool. I mean, for the people who play in a public world where there could be threats from trolls and you know people like that. It'd be cool to have another uh, NPC fighting on your behalf. That's kind of cool. That yeah. makes it feel like a more living world. It yeah, sounds like a fun benefit to the game. Yeah, I, I, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Would have been great. Would have been great. We're talking about from the beginning. Is that what you're look, I'm, look, I wasn't playing anything. No. I'm saying the game sounds like it will be fun. Yeah, that does if sound we take, fun. If sounds we, fun. Yeah. If, if we look at it in a vacuum and have no context at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think the entire. Well done. Well Thank played. you. <laughs> I think the entire world that you play in is going to feel dramatically different. I, I think it's going to be unlike any DLC transition that any modern game has done recently. Like, uh, you know, like Destiny had oh, updates and changes. Think about Final Fantasy fourteen though. But yeah, well, that's different. But like, yeah, yeah. I'm saying th- this this world they're going to completely add narrative to it that mm-hmm. didn't exist. That didn't exist. People to interact with. It's going to be a much more live world, like, uh, and I'm, I don't think people. I, might, are, I don't know if people are ready for that, and they don't understand how different that's going to be. The sounds. That it are going sounds to be going like on. they're gonna. It's going to be like a Fallout game, right? It's going to be like an actual <laughs> Fallout game. It sounds like it's going to be like a Fallout game, you know? Um, probably. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. But, but a Fallout game where my friends are there, you know, like actual that, people. There it is. That's and, the point, and, though. And this for is, you, you're right. Mm-hmm. And and this is the most important thing. It's getting very palpable in my stream. Like people are coming in, and there are three questions that everyone asks me. 
number one. Is and this there's fun? lots of people is it, coming is it, in. Should I buy this game? No. Why are you still playing this piece of shit? <laughs> okay. That's number one. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> number one. Number two, should I buy this piece of you shit? You said no. No, no, it no, wasn't number one. That wasn't number okay. one. Yeah, yeah. All right, it's number two. Number two is, what, should I buy this piece mm-hmm. of shit? <laughs> yeah. And number three is, can, I, can you launch a nuke for me? Those are the three, oh, really? <laughs> three questions. Because they want to are, see what happened? Yeah. They want to see what yeah. it's like? But you... people don't understand how painstaking the nuke launching task actually is. Now, I've had people in the who play with me on the stream. David Cable is a, from Scotland, and he plays with me on a regular basis. Nice. Who makes it a, a business of his to like launch a nuke like pretty much yeah. every time he goes in. But I, I just find the task and the amount of steps you got to do and all that shit like in, in, incredibly tedious. tedious. Yeah, yeah, incredibly tedious. Um, so it's not an easy thing and people come in all the time and they're always like, can you launch a nuke for me? It's probably like, it's like the third most asked question yeah, in my stream. Crazy. But there's a lot of people coming in. Uh, Why are you still playing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have that. a frenzy of people on both the, uh, Xbox. And now I met a guy yesterday, um, who came into, uh, the PS4 and he wants to play with me on a regular basis. So now I think I have to designate, uh, a day of the week, my Tuesday streams are now dedicated to Fallout on the PS4, and my Thursday streams are now dedicated to Fallout on the, on the Xbox. Do you see this being your like steady game of choice on your schedule? I think well till like Resident Evil comes out. Well, I told you guys. I think I told you guys last week that Fear the Beard came back around. Mm-hmm. Okay, Fear the Beard and I, who goes by Jude uh, at this point, that's his new stream name. He's helping me to like he offered to do some graphics for my channel pages. Very cool. And he themed it Fallout. So, which I, I already had kind of a Fallout theme in my, your my buttons, Twitch page. Your buttons on your Twitch profile yeah, page were, were, were Fallout, Fallout buttons. Yeah. yeah. So now Jude came up with some unique art and uh, he like drew Felix in a vault like uniform. Oh, that's dope, it's like dude. a cool that's picture. Cool. Yeah. So he did all that and I he showed it to me a couple of days ago. I gave it my stamp of approval and now we're going to go through the process. I, I made him an editor. Because you can make people editors yes. on your yeah. channel, mm-hmm. they don't have full access to all your stuff. They but just, they can they can move just elements. Like a, and it's stuff a more advanced mo- moderator yeah. because what they can do is huh. he's a moderator, and then he can also edit my channel features. So he's doing that now. So he's doing it for both my Twitch and my um, my mixer. So it's cool, and nice. he's not very far. He's in Scranton, so I invited him to Twitch Philly. So you might meet him soon. Awesome, awesome. That sounds like a fun time, actually. Yeah, we're gonna go. We're. I told him all about it, and I said, you know, next time Twitch Philly comes around, I'll let you know, and then we'll try and plan around it or something. Yeah, know. have him join the Discord so we can. Yeah, because I, I post. Scranton's I post not that, that far. There. Scranton's an no, hour and a half. It's not so. not bad at all. Um, shall we move on to the news, boys? News. Let's do it. Hell yeah! Got a couple. Got a couple little things that happened last week. Want to right. chat about? This one's for you, Felix. Kinda. Oh. Oh, is it? Kind of, because they Only are... Only news for you. This is just for you. Um, there's a new patch supposedly coming out for The Witcher 3 on the Switch. The Switcher. Oh, I bought the Switcher. We know. That's why I, I yeah, said yeah, it's for yeah, you. I yeah, know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have it. But apparently what's happening is the, the patch notes are... Well, in, they're in Korean. I'm just going to read the list out here. It's adding a bunch of graphical improvements. So I won't Crazy. have to buy a new Switch to do this? No. no, it's all under the hood. The game is going to be updated to do this. You have like the graphical tweaks, you know, like you would yeah. go into a PC settings and, yeah. and adjust a bunch of stuff. You have they're tweaking it up for those you. options Good. for the Switch, um, so it'll look I, better. I, for the record, I did notice it. I did notice. I don't that know it, if this patch is out yet. No, no, no. I'm saying no. I did notice that the the, the downgrade. Witcher on the Switch doesn't look like it 
felt like oh yeah of course, course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. um but the can the, you can you bump <laughs> i mean we don't know obviously but like I imagine you bump all these sliders to the max and just blow your switch up and just <laughs> explodes in your hand. I, I, I think it's I think it's just them going, okay, these are the settings the, the game will be running on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and obviously you can probably maybe like uh, customize it to your preference. So like maybe downgrade a lot of things to get a better frame oh, God, rate. God, that's awful. That's the old. And here's the better version. Yeah, because it's but adding... Think, think about it, though. You know, we're not playing on this monitor. You're playing on your a screen like this, this small and but this... But you can dock it. Size no, but I... Do- I when he, I'm, he plays dock. I play Switch dock. Sure. Yeah. 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 But now... The, I feel like those are screenshots from handheld mode, though. I could be wrong, but... Maybe. Who I, who knows? So, yeah, they're adding blur, bloom. They're sharpening. They're adding depth of field, chromatic abrasion, uh, water quality, and foliage. No, ch- chromatic aberration better. Aberration. I got to turn that the fuck off. That yeah, you don't like he- that. Division, God- Division loves chromatic abrasion. Gives me a fucking yeah. headache. So, um, but anti-aliasing and force visibility rate. is you can probably, uh, like I was saying, customize your gameplay to what you want, like graphical fidelity or frame or, rate. Oh, and like the Pro, the PS4 Pro does. So like, yeah. if you like want the game to look better for you on the Switch, it may not run as well, but they're giving you the option to like make that sun look extra pretty, shine yeah, through the trees, you know? Sure. Or if you're like, I need to be as fast as possible chopping these uh, creatures crawling out of the mud at me, then yeah, dude. everything all the way down. Um, now, the biggest kicker with this patch was they added cross save support this is the this part is the that big I heard deal about. yeah, yeah. Um, this is the big deal because now you can this is like civilization 6 on the switch mm-hmm. right which is also enables cross save so now uh, this makes this makes the future of games like even cooler because imagine you have your sweet graphic ju- juiced up pc version i think about it all the time and then you go i gotta go on a road trip but I, i'm in the middle of this mission and i want to finish it on the road think about it all the time I, right. I wish that I could do this with Stardew Valley. I wish I could yeah. have my save on the PC, have all the benefits of PC control, but then lay in my bed and fucking... And play if I want to. Or, yeah, if, yeah. I have two separate Stardew Valley saves. Three, actually, because I started a new you one. keep saying on that word. Stardew Valley? Yeah. Yeah. Each time you say it, it makes you me want to buy that shit. I know. Nimbus bought it. It's, um, a, it's a farming game, if you like that. But it's so much more. It's more... More than a five. I was just game. looking at my Switch library. We'll talk. We'll talk, we'll talk it's about getting Stardew. sizable. I don't. I haven't played anything on it. <laughs> Stardew is a whole thing, dude. But this is good. And like, like your point, it's another step in the direction of making this the norm. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if? Yes. Yeah, you I mean you know what I'm going to say? <laughs> just imagine like any game you get, like that is out on both consoles, just, like Outer Worlds, right? That's a game that's dude. All players is that coming to the Switch. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's being delayed though. Yeah. Thanks oh, to the coronavirus. I'm going to buy that again. Yeah. All players want is the ability to play their games, A, with their friends, but most importantly, anywhere. And you start a game, you have progress in a game, you want to take that progress anywhere. Think it's, about how hyped beautiful. everybody was when Destiny finally got cross-save. Yeah. You know? Yeah, man. It's not full-on cross-play, but they've said they're working but on it. But people that. were able to pull their like PS4 saves and bring them to their PC and go, yes, my character. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, man. Um, yeah, Fallout doesn't have any of that, so I'm hoping for that. One day. <laughs> what would happen if they suddenly en- enabled that cross-play between uh, PlayStation and Xbox? It's we're, We are barreling toward that direction. No, but what would happen with me having you, the Fallout well, first you, membership well, like you on You would save both. money. Yeah, you would save money. Save $100. I save dollars. Would I? Why yeah, would they make, yeah. Why, why would, would you play you, both of them? If the servers are all the same network of servers, 
Right. So that would mean the Fallout First membership. Here, here's what I did discover. That's when, why they. That's why they won't because they're they're double dipping right, on, right, right, on right. Double people dipping. like you, dude. Right, mm-hmm. They totally are. Um, <laughs> but I, I asked them. I went through a, I went through a, a text chat with them to find out. If, you you texting your bay Bethesda on the weekend? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yes. He's like, hey, hey, boo, you up? I uh, just wanted to ask you some follow-up questions. Dude, that's how, that's how it works, man. You text them back and forth. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, but they said no. This is not uh, available uh, currently. Um, and what what did the person say? They said, "I'll push this forward to the developers." Mm, <laughs> I was like, I'm "Thank sure. you, right you to the top, will. But, yeah. to the top with me." But, but um, yeah. Mr. Howard, sir. <laughs> but the person the person said to me in the chat that it's not Bethesda that's setting the prices for that stuff. The prices of first, they're, they're not setting that price. That's being dictated by the store they're being sold in. So there's there's some kind of weird business relationship what? for the Fallout First membership between where Microsoft is getting like a like a and Sony are getting sizable profits for that. Well, that makes sense uh, because anything you sell through the store, they're going right, to have a cut right. to the owners. But I don't know why the price would be different unless no. But those like stores I'm, take I'm thinking cuts. if if crossplay ends up happening, like like if if it could happen. Mm-hmm. Like that would conflict with both of those companies' business models, so they yeah. wouldn't want to do it. You it, see what I'm saying? It's definitely. Something at this point, time it, it seems like a case by case basis. And, and I'm saying you know. no, but what I'm saying is, I guess the remark I'm making is, any game that has some kind of subscription service mm-hmm. associated with it, like like your Final Fantasy 14, does yeah. that does that do some kind of it cross plays with PS4? Oh, so it does. Yeah, and apparently Xbox is. On the road to get the game, only if so. If, if you buy the cross-play. membership, which is how many, mm-hmm. how much a month? Fifteen. Yep. So if you buy that on your PC, you have it on your PS4. You have to no, buy. You the have to buy game. the game license, a licensed copy of the game. But you have the access. Yes. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So, so the minute I go to my Xbox, my saves will be there, and I'll sign in with my name or whatever. Yeah, sign in with your Square Enix account. Square Enix whatever account. Whatever login specifically. And actually, yeah. you know, my because I paid for the membership on one, it shows up Correct. on yeah, the other That one. would work, yes. You just need to okay. own the copy. So there is a precedent the, out there. So B- yeah. Bethesda, once but again, even is with even with The Witcher, he's, yeah. they're just dicking me. Why would they stop? Dude? They're, they're, <laughs> you're giving them... They're, you're, they're fucking in you for 200 bucks, dude. They got me, bud. Yeah. <laughs> Deep inside, boned. Speaking of getting boned, uh, getting boned. There's an update on PlayStation's presence at PAX. Yeah, and they are pulling out of PAX East. Yeah, because they're worried about the coronavirus. Now they actually had a statement here. I actually haven't read it in full yet, but they were supposed to bring Last of Us Two there. Like it was going to be playable for on the floor. Yeah. Yeah, it's right at the top. It's the top part. Yeah, but I'm trying to find the um, statement. The statement. Right yeah, the update. Today, Sony Interactive made the decision to cancel its participation at PAX East in Boston this year due to increasing concerns related to the coronavirus. I'm not going to say the whole thing. Um, we felt this was the safest option as the situation is changing daily. We are disappointed and to cancel our participation in this event, but the health and safety is our goal and with our global workforce is our highest concern. Um, so the concern is you got a big convention, right? Uh-huh. Easy places for disease chance are people coming out from everywhere in the country and world, right? To go to events like this. And they come into one location and then they go home. I, yeah. And then they spread it again. Like I, I'd be nervous. It's not unlike the plot of packs, the division yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think 
there's a Tom Clancy story that does that, but uh, it sounds like a Tom Clancy novel. But yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. Um, the top the division, division is the Tom Clancy. There's another Tom Clancy story. Is oh, the but division you're right. But you're right. It's, yeah, it's the Tom, Tom Clancy's, Clancy's the division. The division. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's. I mean, we're yeah. probably blowing the coronavirus thing out of proportion. I think so. Um, I'm not. I, mm. It's, I don't blame. Look, I mean, but I don't blame them. Oh, I don't blame them either. No, they're but like, I think like we have no need. To I risk think there's this. a lot of uh, there's liability. There's That's worry a, about it yeah. when I mean, sure, it's definitely passing. Uh, you know, there's safety benchmarks I was, of other viruses. But, I was uh, on the website today for the what CDC? CDC, yeah, and just popping in the United States. <laughs> up, CDC? Just popping in. You up? The United States is under two hundred right now. Thus far, is under two hundred cases reported. Uh, it's still increasing though, because like a week or two ago it was like it is. six. It is, yeah. but it was under two hundred. What if uh, what if we're in the end times, you guys, and the, we're slowly we're getting get there? Get the hell out of well, here! Well, we're not. It's happening, man. <laughs> Listen to this, Neo. We've been living in a weird bubble through the whole twentieth century. Just yeah. so you know, every single century prior to the twentieth century has had a plague. Has had a horrible plague that fucking killed every. You know, a large population of the population. It's, it's population control. That's all I'm saying. Even the oh. 20s, even the 20th the world, century. It's the world Neo. balancing the scales. You know, Neo. Thanos style. Right. Thanos Neo. style. Neo, you're saying so many things. <laughs> it's a too much. Yeah, somebody but, might listen and go, oh, "He's fucking right, dude." But, but <laughs> there the has been fucking. Hats. It's the it's the Thanos snap. No, that's hold, that's hold the on. coronavirus. But there here, ha- right? Listen, despite me <laughs> saying trying that, to be rude. despite me but saying that, so one side of it is every century going all the way back has had a major plague. Yeah. The other side of it is the 20th century brought in some insane medical advancements, mm-hmm. insane medical advances for Truth. for suppressing diseases, uh, quarantine processes, all that shit. Like, are all advanced compared to what they did back in the day. You know, mm-hmm. so so I don't. I I am surprisingly tempered when it comes to like jumping on the bandwagon of like this is something to be completely scared about. You know, like not everything is a Hollywood movie. And and also like the flu all of the time. The majority yes. of people that have been affected by it are young children and the elderly. Yeah. With weakened immune systems. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's a honestly new, it's a wait and see. Just let it go. I saw a tweet <laughs> Uh, about this online, I, I want to read to you guys. Uh, Alex Navarro, he's of Giant Bomb. He said, "Very shrewd move by Sony to cancel their Pax East plans over coronavirus. Now every company that doesn't cancel is in the uncomfortable position of appearing <laughs> pro coronavirus." <laughs> <laughs> That's actually great. I loved it. I had to. I had to read it because it's really. It's That's really so good. funny, dude. It's great. Um, so yeah, that's that's that. Ready for the next piece? Yeah, yeah. We're we're barreling through this. this yeah, a, we don't have really. It's a cra- not a crazy what? news week. Yeah, do we just have the last thing? Yeah, the last thing is uh, oh, oh, yeah, it's the, the Ninja fucking, tweet. Oh, yeah, we can let's roll just, it up here. Let's just chat about this for a little bit. Wrap this, rip this bandit up. All right, so Ninja tweeted yesterday. Great, cool. He's usually not controversial though, is he? No, he is. He's, he does. He does. He, does, he, does. he almost all the tweets he sends out, uh, like at some point, blow up for some reason. He's look. I'm I'm a fan of Ninja. Uh, as a content creator, uh, as a streamer, uh, I don't watch him regularly, so I don't know like the day to day kind of vibes he has on Mixer right now. But yeah. uh, I think what he's done for the space is fantastic, especially going over to like you know brands like Adidas and normalizing business uh, deals with content creators. Like he's cool. doing so much, opening the doors, good 
for the rest for of us. creation, right? Yeah. But the man definitely tweets out just out of left field sometimes without thinking about the reach that he has and mm-hmm. the way his words are going to be received uh, due to his audience. You know, like I think he spent a couple of years coming up on Fortnite and like spent a long time censoring himself because of his audience. A lot of them were younger. He wanted to appeal to a lot of, of kids. He had earned a massive reach because of that. Uh, and now that he's a little bit more free on Mixer, he's getting that guaranteed paycheck. Yeah. He doesn't have to worry. You know, yeah. he doesn't have to stream as much. And he doesn't have to like censor himself as much. On the other so, side of that, he did say that aside from this statement that we're about to read, uh, he did say that he didn't want to stream with women. That was a controversial thing he did. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. Just because he didn't want to, he didn't want to like risk uh, any kind of I mean, flirtation that was, banter. That was a whole yeah. thing, and that got covered and talked about. I remember that. Retracted. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to stream with with women. Yeah. Apparently, he does, and he has streamed with women yeah, since, since then. Yeah, he has. But that was a whole, um, that was a whole thing. So, yeah. should I read this tweet and we can discuss it? Sure. Yeah. The phrase "It's just a game" is such a weak mindset. You are okay with what happened, losing imperfection of the of a craft. When you stop getting angry after losing, you've lost twice. There is always something to learn, always room for improvement, never settle. Well, his language is chest poking. He's mm-hmm. using you, 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 you okay, throughout yeah, the whole yeah. thing. That's language that I, I try to avoid when I'm typing anything. Because it's literally in, inciting people to riot when you poke them in the chest. Yeah. You're, it's, it's, you're it's using the word you. It's accusatory. Yeah, because he could have said a person is okay with what happened, uh, you know, losing imperfection. When a person stops getting angry, uh, then they've lost twice. He, he yeah. chose to pick you, so he's like pointing at uh, 15 right. million people. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I think that's, you've hit on something very, very important as to why he's gotten the response that it has, because yeah. everyone reads this and everyone but, gets attacked. But before mm-hmm. he wrote those sentences, he wrote the word weak with mindset. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Which the no. mental health community is probably like. No. I mean, we're hitting all. It. We're psychoanalyzing <laughs> the shit out of this. That's exactly why people are, are, you know, getting upset. I think his mentality is in the right place. I don't agree with um, needing to stay angry or upset to be better. Um, but I, I like the final sentiment is, is the most important. You know, never settle. Yeah, you know, always try to be better. But I understand but, what he's trying to say, though. Like you, like I get yeah. what he's saying. Well, I completely get it. No, no, but there's a big but that there's I have in my but. in my sentence here. Huge but. Uh, but no one is going to get to that point because of what Felix said. You feel like he's been yelling at you specifically that you're shitty and that you suck for giving up and not caring as much as he yeah. does. So you're never going to get to the point where you go. Maybe he's got a good point at the end. It's never going to get to that point. And then mm. everyone is going to react to the first part, and then he's going to get pissed because they misinterpret him because he wants people to read the last sentence, but because he's not good people at the miss, language. People miss the last sentence. Then yeah. that's, um, I will tell you, his philosophy doesn't work with me. So that's My, re- You stay mad and don't get better. What here's, the fuck here's happens a reason when I turn into a lunatic? Yeah. I turn into a rage fucking monster that's about ready to rip my console clean yeah. in fucking half. Yeah. There's no focus. I There's no learning lessons. I really missed an opportunity by not quote tweeting this and being like, Felix, you're good. Your time has come. Or something like that. <laughs> show, that would show have been ninja. content, dude. Like li- yeah. literally if Ninja watched me lose my shit on stream, like that's not – like he gets – like when he gets angry, he gets cool and gets more focused, like a sniper. 
But when I lose my cool, I fucking fall off something or break my fucking chair <laughs> or, or fall into the wall and put a hole in it. He just, you know? it's, you know, it's, you know, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, and that's why I wanted to pull this tweet. Cause I'm like, we can have a good, cause, cause we all react differently to losing and what yeah, happens. Sure. Like yeah, yeah. when we fuck up in our raids, like, like we get angry, we get frustrated. I, I know when, like, when I tr- well, I try to do this actively in my brain when I like lose in battle royale games. I try to be like, "It's all right. There's next game. Right. So it's okay." Like, I know what I did to fuck up, but like, I'm not. I'm not yeah, like. I'm very self reflective personally. I think Ninja, but I'm not getting angry, right? Because and he's right. and I'm not and I'm not doing these things that will make me lose my focus and and throw. They tilt me, right? I don't want to get tilted. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Ninja and Lock are in the same class of like. Of gamer, like when I, when I used to play with Locke, you know, talking trials again, like he was the coolest motherfucker. Like, oh, he, very oh, yeah. he, he could run a battlefield, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, um, because he's just the coolest motherfucker under fire. Like he can keep it going. This is why I never joined the military. I'm never joining the military. I'm never firing a gun. Way in past a that. I think you're safe now because yeah. I'm no, but I'm going to be the crazy motherfucker who everyone wants to like. Oh, right. Frag. Right, right. Yeah. They want to frag the, this kid and get them all out of the because t- I'm going to cause everyone else to get shot with mm-hmm. my screaming and yelling. And, and <laughs> you stumbling. really would dude. Seriously. You would have gotten yourself never, and everyone else killed. Never joined the military for this distinct <laughs> reason. I do not handle pressure well yeah. at all. Yeah. And that's why I don't play competitive multiplayer at all. Except for MLB The Show, 19. Oh, my God. I can't even stream it, dude. I can't even stream it when I start losing. And I'm not even playing kids out there in the world. I'm playing the computer. Oh, my God, dude. It's so bad, man. Mm-hmm. Are you? So do you learn when you, when you freak out and rage? And what, what, I've learned how to play this game, and I don't like it. Because- Would you say you've lost once or twice after losing? <laughs> uh, right now, I'm on an eight-game win streak. Okay, so you're improving, adapting, and overcoming. So maybe Ninja's right. Your rage has has made you focused. No, the minute they start like overthrowing balls and like doing stuff, it, my I told you my biggest problem with the game. I don't like it when they do things that are inconsistent with professional baseball players. Right. Like I throw from third to first, and you're like a mile above the fucking guy you're throwing to. Right. That doesn't make right. any sense. And the game does that, and I hate it. So, anyway, it's rage-inducing. Yeah, I feel it. I'll stop. I, no, I it's think, fine. I think Ninja has the opportunity with his reach to uh, to, to be, be, to be the voice, good, right? positive yeah. voice. And for a while, he was. Like, like there were some tweets back in 2018, like the year that he officially blew up, right? He had the slow – not slow. He had, like, the super, super Fortnite rise in late 2017, caught the wave, and 2018 was his year. Yeah. And he sure. spent a lot of time during that year being like, hey, guys – be great to each other, be positive. And I was like, dude, this is what someone with his reach should be doing. Mm-hmm. Right. But you tweet something like this and like, while your heart might be in the right place, like Felix said, all you're doing is accusing your, what does he have? How many millions of followers does he have? You're just pointing millions. your finger and, yeah. at all of them saying, because not hey, everyone, not you suck because you don't react like this and you don't care about the I games. Ca- you that's play. what I call it. You, yeah. When you use the second person, it's chest poking language. Yes. Yeah, click on his, fucking, on his you're account. You're just poking everyone in the fucking chest. Five and a half million. Five point five million. Yeah, five and a half million. I said fifteen. I overshot that. <laughs> five and a half million people saw that tweet potentially, and most of them are kids. He's chest poking kids. <laughs> yeah. Thank <laughs> you. And you, you don't think, suck. You don't think, the best. you don't think they're not going to reach out? 
and poke back. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people. Then, a lot of, of people course, poke back. he like he has the uh, the the chip on his shoulder where he's like, uh, "Why is every? Why, uh, what, it's not what I meant. What do you mean?" And that's just the worst way to handle a situation like this. So is that what he's saying? Yeah, he's yeah. Like, I mean, you know, we're in this tweet. You say I punch a wall and smash a keyboard rage. It's the way you perceive the matches. Yeah, but look, look, look. I didn't even re- I didn't read down this far. But see how he said he quoted himself at the end and said. Uh, there is always room for improvement. Never settle is bad advice. So that proves that that's the message he wanted people to see. But he but didn't he, put it first. No, he tucked it under all this terrible accusatory language. <laughs> so what do you what do you expect? What do you expect? It's like walking up to that guy in the bar and going, "You really have a bad attitude." <laughs> and he's yeah. like, he's big and he's got a you know fucking. Nine he's nine. a rage yeah. monster. And you just go. You really have a bad attitude. I wanted. I wanted men. <laughs> I didn't I've know got the death sentence in twelve systems. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like you. <laughs> um, oh god. But yeah, yeah. And everyone's charming. And I, I kind of wanted to throw my two cents in there, but I had no idea what to say. I'm like, no, yeah. This, there's no, there's no winning by jumping into this conversation. But you got to engage, man. No, you got to get that engagement. Not for this shit, dude. Yeah, I'm dude, just gonna stay so out. Fucking and, do that. No. Um, no. I, I got into the conversation today on Twitter. I saw a couple different, like, hey, uh, pro streamer tip, you know, when you host somebody, like, do this. But hey, hey, streamers, when you do this. And I was like, hey, streamer tip, fucking do what you want. Just be a good person. <laughs> Wait, was was this? I saw that tweet that you made. Yeah. I didn't realize it was related do, to that. Run your stream however the fuck you want. <laughs> um, That's streamer tip. Yeah. The other day I coined my stream, my rules. Let's get yeah. over it, right? But uh, people just love going on Twitter and was, being like, "Wait, was he like? Here's how you do it." Giving is was he giving like advice or was it like a, or was it like this mm. is the this there is was the like way, no this is what whoever he's talking there about. was like three or four different like kinds of this advice. The one that sticks in my brain is yeah. someone saying, "Hey, when you uh, host or raid somebody, make sure you stick around and uh, hang out for like at least fifteen minutes and and chat and engage and and anything less than that uh, makes you seem like attention seeking and like." Again, same with this. The The core of that isn't wrong, but like maybe someone was streaming for 10 hours and all, all, literally all they had the energy to do was like send all of the people watching them over to someone else. Like, I literally can't. The fact sometimes. that they didn't chill. Yeah, you got to go to work after yours. The I fact go to that work right after right my away, stream. There's that, no way that I can that say not, sit in your stream. That should not can't cancel that person or, or invalidate like the host or something like that. I mean, you know? rating is already kind of like a gift thing, it, right? I mean, look. I'll, well, I, fra- yeah, I phrase yeah. it. It's just mm. I, I usually phrase it. Sometimes I write this. Sometimes I don't. But I usually come into a stream. I've rated, and I go, "Hey, I can't stay. I'm going to work, but sure. I brought some friends." Sure. Let's. Yeah, that sounds. It's but good. you know what? The way that you do that is fine, and the way that that person does it is fine, and the way that you do your raids, it's fine. I told because you, it's all fine. I totally fucked up the other night um, after you got your monitor, uh, Felix, and I was finishing streaming. Yeah. Yeah. Totally went offline, and I was like, fuck, I didn't raid Felix. I'm not mad. I'm mad. I'm mad at myself. <laughs> I'm mad at myself, Felix. Tweet about yourself on your own Twitter. The, I get no trouble. Right, yeah, I'll Yo, do that. I get Tweet no- yourself. Just be like, Neo, you fucked up for not raiding Felix. Dude, right dude I get no traction at night anyway. That is not my I, I had like time. I had like seven people in my I in was my, surprised, though, because it's chat. Fallout. Fallout is bringing people consistently into my stream. 
That's so Y'all funny. can hate on it, but people it's coming so in funny. to ask that question, is this game still a piece of shit? I will. I'll leave that all to you. <laughs> all right. What, how do you think? Are you trying to wrap this up? I think. I think we're, do, I think we're doing it. I think we're done-zo. done-zo. Uh, I've been Neo Aoshi. Uh, you have been this whole time. This whole time. Thank you for listening to the Emerging Gamer Podcast. Check us out on all the streaming services. Um, uh, we're on YouTube now. We're getting those breakouts up. I'm, get, I'm doing thumbnails, you guys. I'm making them. Neo's, I'm making it happen. Neo. I'm working real hard. No, He's doing good work. From no experience ever. Uh, put out like sick thumbnails last week. I know. We're so. doing it again this week, too, with whatever we just talked about in this episode. So look forward to that. Um, Emerging Gamer on YouTube, Fireside Chats, uh, the Fireside Chat website, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're on all those things. So please listen. Give us a like there and rate us. And we, we would appreciate feedback. Mm-hmm. Send us questions on Twitter, at Emerging Gamer, all the underscore things. Gamer. Bottom line, if you do nothing else... Tell someone that you think likes games as much as you to listen yeah, that's, to us. That's the bookend. We forgot to bookend that in the beginning. I like it in the beginning and the end. I, I like forgot. it. Yeah, we got to yeah. do both. But yeah, tell your friends. Just, just, tell, gonna, just tell people you script. know. Just, just tell people to listen. Yeah, Because we like people to listen. So you can follow me at Neo underscore Yoshi on Twitter at Twitch at twitch.tv slash Neo Yoshi. Um, I'll be playing Monster Hunter and maybe more Apex. We'll see. I'm trying to get Tarkov. We'll see how that goes. Um, uh, follow me there. Uh, and follow Emergent Gamer underscore Gamer on Twitter. Emergent underscore yeah. Gamer, yeah. Um, guys, I am Trip Zero. You can find me on uh, pretty much every social that exists on Trip Zero TV. I stream exclusively on Mixer. Mixer.com slash Trip Zero TV. Uh, Mondays through Fridays, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. I've been doing split time between Destiny 2 and uh, No Man's Sky at this point, and I might just stay there because both games are, are a lot of fun to stream and play. Hey, until um, the game wave hits us in Right. There's going to be yeah. some changes with like The Division 2 and Final Fantasy 7, and, and stay Resident tuned Evil. to the socials for that. Yeah, tons of stuff. Um, there's a small change to the schedule that I won't be live again until Tuesday because of a vacation I've got planned coming up. But uh, beyond that, everything is going to be rock solid in the schedule world. So, yeah, see you there. And this is Felix Hergood. I go uh, live to Twitch and Mixer at the exact same time. Um, you can catch me, Felix Hergood, smushed together on all socials, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, Mixer, Felix Hergood. Uh, and I'm playing primarily Fallout 76 coming up to the April 7th uh, launch. I actually have a day requested off on the 7th. Uh, the launch date, I'm doing the Xbox. On the 8th, I'm doing the PlayStation uh, 4. Look at you. And I got thought, a, huh? I'm growing a little crew. We got. Hey. I think we got... I mean, I think I might have a full eight-person private world. Like two, te- two teams of four. Sheesh. Because there's that many people who want to get in on it and play it. So we're all going to play the content in my private world. That's beautiful. It's really cool. Right, you're excited. Like, I'm, ex- I'm excited for you, dude. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm going to watch. I'm, gonna watch. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty excited. Check it out. Um, but I'm doing that on April 7th. And I wanted to tell you guys, I actually have a game to play that you could play with me maybe in March. Evidently, State of Decay 2 is getting a huge Juggernaut edition update. It's have, a free you, update for everyone. I have it installed. And it's a whole new map. I'll, uh, I'll have my... Uh, my com- my management. You'll company. have Reach my people. You. You'll have your people. Con- see if we can fit into the schedule. Yeah, we'll see if we can squeeze in. <laughs> yeah. So I'll have yeah. my people contact your people. Yeah, we'll do the, pe- who, the people. We'll talk. Like, who are your people? That's I'm not at liberty to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, I'll just have my people contact each other. Keep them busy. <laughs> yeah, they'll talk. Yeah, we'll they'll fox, figure it we'll out. Fox with each other. Yeah. All right. We'll see you All next right, week. Guys. Thanks for hanging. Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, see you next Wednesday. Later. Dude, 
dude, just using your context, and then now we have all these like social media awards. Look at all these titles. <laughs> Get ready for the hashies. Four steps to make <laughs> hashies even better. Twas the night before hashies. When was this popular? <laughs> the hashies are back! Exclamation point. <laughs> Oh my god, dude. Oh my fucking god, dude.